Scott, what a what a week. I woke up Wednesday hoping for an incredible victory in Georgia, which we're going to get into talking about in this week's special report numero dos. But before we do that, I just want to take you back for a minute. Go ahead and open the link that I sent you. I'm opening it now. So this is an image and the text on the screen says POV 12 years old swimsuit is dripping wet and you're cold as fuck and you don't remember what floor your room is on it, do you want to describe it it is a photo of a hotel or motel hallway looks like a hotel hallway it's a little fancier talk about moments when we grew up where there wasn't a care in the world for what was happening around you and all you cared about was your nipples freezing off and wanting to go lay on your hotel bed and watch cartoons or the opposite, you wanted to go back to the room and, you know, pop an ecto cooler and then get yes. back into the pool as quickly as possible. Don't yeah. we all wish life could go back to being this simple? Those were the days. I remember some of my favorite moments in hotels. I played hockey growing up, so we would go on on a long distance game like where we'd play in northern Minnesota and we'd stay in these hotels. And I remember taking up entire hallways to play knee hockey. Oh, that's fun. The, the day after a game, the the night before, and all of us would show up to the game and somehow be incredibly tired. And we always wondered why. Maybe it's because <laughs> we blew all of our energy the night before competing against one another. I have a lot of good hotel stories too because my dad and my brother and I, we used to hunt monsters and vampires and stuff. Ah, good times. Welcome to... There's a sub for that. Special report. Numero dos. What? What a week. I don't think either of us expected to go into the first week of January needing to needing to put out a special report. And maybe shame on us. Yeah, let's just do a quick recap for those who don't know, for our, our listeners in, what is it, Russia and Turkey and the UK, you know, people without TVs and radios and newspapers as well, just people who might not pay attention to US politics. Did you? T- okay, well, the UK definitely has TVs. No, I'm Anyways. saying, I'm saying comma and people who don't have TVs. Oh, sure, stuff. sure, sure. Okay, so what we saw uh, started on January 5th. There was a runoff election in Georgia to nominate two senators. That election happened on January 5th. On January 6th, we woke up expecting to see two things. One, the results of that election from the previous night, and something that should arguably only take about 30 minutes, the certification of the electoral votes in the United States Senate. It isn't a complicated process It's something we do every four years, and then we move on with our time. What we saw was quite a bit different. Trump held a rally where he called on his followers to incite violence because of a fraudulent election in his mind, which has been debunked time and time again, which then led his followers to march on the Capitol, protest, and then turn into sedition an attempted coup on our United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. That's the TLDR. The question has been asked at this point, but should we have seen this coming, right? 
That was my initial thought. Yeah. Should we have predicted this type of event, this type of catastrophic collision of... I, my, the hashtag that I've been posting on, on Instagram this week is humanity insanity. And, mm-hmm. you know, because I've just tried to find some some way to compactly and succinctly form my thoughts of, of what actually happened. So let me address one of the things that you just said there, though. Should we have expected it? This is a conversation that I had the last few days while talking to people about this, that do you think that the reason you and I and many people like us, white people, Hold didn't on. anticipate this. Half white people. Thank you very much. You are correct. But I, either way, that we didn't anticipate this because of our white privilege. Because I know a ton of BIPOC people that I work with who felt the opposite. Felt like they anticipated this. They were They were thinking about this. They were emotionally and mentally, outside of being shocked, anticipated that something like this could happen. Do you feel that part of the reason why this is such a shocker to you and I is because of, of our white privilege? I, I mean, I think I've said it on here before, Willie. We, we're just a couple of idiots talking on, on the internet radio in flyover country, right? Mm-hmm. We, we are not coastal elites. We are mm-hmm. not one percenters. We are working class. We are, you know, middle class comparatively to what is a good percentage of the United States. But mm-hmm. we, we both, with, without these jobs, would be in dire straits, you know, because we haven't been able to afford, I guess, you know, like getting all the rule breaks that people who are in a higher tax bracket would get, right? Now, that being said, do we have a lot of privilege? Absolutely. 100%. And there is no denying that we have benefited because we are either, in your case, 100% white male, or in my case, very white male looking, despite, you know, the some color in my blood. What, what really strikes me is how, from my own personal reaction, I w- was not really anticipating the level of frustration and anger that that this crowd that this this group of people had and that's probably just from ignorance because of my lack of i would say respect for the current administration like mm-hmm. the the past 4 years has done nothing to bring me to that side like there's there's been no in my opinion no unification it's been here's my group Take it or leave it. You're either with us or you're against us. And that's fine. We're going we're gonna to do things our way. What about you? That is the, the rhetoric of, of a fascist, for sure. I, I'm going to bring one of my first images into this. Uh, in the show notes, you'll see this image from Pix that many people have probably seen. And it said how it started and how it ended. And it's this image in 2016 of... President Trump's inaugural address, followed by his last few days in office, where it looks like it's out of a cutscene in a Call of Duty film or Call of Duty game. It, it's people holding Trump flags, showing them on the United States Capitol and people storming the steps, for a lack yeah, of a better term. 
there's smoke everywhere everything's very hazy and it's it's just pure contrast in in the purest form (laughs) honestly when when i look at something like this i i've wrestled with a few thoughts this these past few days like one this is a building what's the impact of a building versus the reality right what they did did not stop if anything it accelerated certifying the election it accelerated businesses like uh twitter and facebook taking this president and removing him from having a platform with those companies it accelerated certain things but it didn't hinder them which was their goal the whole time i mean technically their goal was to try and overthrow it based on what at least to you know one side appears to be the lack of evidence and then i'm guessing a secondary measure was like you said yeah to to hinder or delay so that they could stay in they could cling to this you know power that they have a little while this notion of this back-end deal that's going to get them a victory yeah i have a degree in architecture i don't have a degree in political science I don't have an MBA. I'm not very well versed in these types of things. Like I didn't anticipate and think through what that political discourse would be because I have a designer brain. But I did think about that this week that, yeah, this is just a building. But the impact that building a monument has on its people is incredibly profound. That what this showed was a distinct withdraw from common sense, uh, a distinct fight against everything that they claim to believe in, these white supremacists. And it's just appalling. Wait, is there any way we could have prevented this? Oh, I, I think so. I think they, they could have rolled out the National Guard and put them on the steps of every national monument like they did with last summer's protests. But they clearly didn't. And that was a huge disappointment on on many people's faces. It was a slap in the face to any person of color who saw the resistance level go down to practically zero to the point where they were allowing people to storm the Capitol. And, you know, opening doors, removing barriers, mm-hmm. taking selfies, all of the things that are now synonymous with this event. Yeah, there's a video of of one of the Capitol Police telling telling press or somebody who is self-identifying as press that they're not allowed in while they are allowing the streams of red hat wearing Trump flag bearing people just in the door with no resistance whatsoever. I mean, 2016 happened and there was a peaceful transition of power. Right. And then... They spent the next four years trying to undo the last eight years in in what I still don't understand. And like you said, Willie, I also don't have a political science degree. I am not an expert armchair quarterback when it comes to politics. I only can see and read what is out there. And I'll, I consider myself a moderate or independent, if you will. I don't belong to either political party, but I do definitely lean left in terms of how I think the humans of this United States should be treated. Do I believe in fiscal responsibility and making sure that everybody can pay their bills and, you know, still live the life that they want? Absolutely. But 
as you know, I'm bad at math, and this Terrible. is a this is a giant calculus problem that I have I will not be the one solving. So mm-hmm. I just hope to be one of those one of those letters in the equation that that equals kindness and goodness and love and support. But I'm I'm just one part of the equation. So right now we're still not even we're still not even at the finish line of of I guess the presidential transition. There's still a lot of shit that could happen in between today, yeah. which is now you know a few days after the events of the sixth. Did this happen on the sixth? This did happen on the sixth. Yep. It was the same day as the uh, the runoff was uh, announced. So the runoff happened on the fifth. Yeah, and they said we're not going to have the results then. So until the sixth, the, right? Yeah. So for us on the sixth, around two p.m. is when. Trump's rally that he held in D.C. 2 p.m. Central Time for us. So that three, four o'clock there, everything started to move towards the Capitol building. So everything kind of transpired over the course of three and a half hours. You and I, Scott, this being a special report, we're going to pay close attention to those events because it's important for this show when we talk about Reddit and Reddit's influence on on this nation. I, I think it's important we discuss what that looked like. And we both have a couple of of images or stories that happened, posts, to us are impactful moments or start a dialogue around what was really happening during this coup attempt. Do you want to talk about that first image you sent me? Yeah. So even though I don't like calling people names, I do like making sure I have accurate descriptions of events as they happen, because it's the truth that will out and you you labeled the people terrorists and many other people have as well and people would say well well, no they're just they're just protesters my first pick is from r slash picks and its title is for those who insist that this was just a protest that is a man with zip cuffs on the senate floor so ignorantly i'm looking at this dude's pant cuffs and i'm thinking yeah, they they look like they're cinched up around these boots. Like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know what that means. And I look at the guy who's standing next to them, and they have loose cuffs. And I'm like, okay, so he's got, like, tactical pants? Does that mean he's not a protester? I didn't see the zip-tie handcuffs that he had in his hand. Like, a pack of them. 10, 15, 20 zip-tie handcuffs that he has in there. There's nobody who is at a peaceful protest who carries these in bunches with the intention to do anything other than A, get really freaky in the middle of a protest, or B, detain, withhold, kidnap, or basically have dominion over somebody. Cause harm to a human being. There's That's the only justifiable reason to carry those. And so that, to me, changes that person from a protester to a potential terrorist yes absolutely I'm, I'm zooming as far in on this image as i can and and many of you guys have probably seen this image but he's wearing a tactical vest with what looks like he's got the punisher I, skull over a flag on his chest oh my god and like it looks like he has mace potentially a knife there he's wearing tactical gear as it's been labeled yeah and we've all seen the the images of the I guess which are more capital police or potentially uh, Secret Service or 
some sort of federal authorities where they had to bar the door with benches. And they had all of their guns drawn, pointed through the window against potential insurrectionists. Right, which is what ended up happening is one of those officers, likely officers, shot their shot their gun and killed that woman who was mm-hmm. trying to enter. Which, by the way, that woman, I, I don't even think her name needs to be spoken. I don't think for for any good reason we should give her any sort of affiliation with this show. She has had served for the armed forces. Yeah. You know what she also had? She had been served with... I believe, destruction of property <laughs> and restraining orders. Like this person who, you know, we we recognize as somebody who did serve in the military, thank you for your service is, is the thing we normally go to for those people. But anytime somebody else who is potentially in trouble with the law, it seems that their criminal past is also brought up. So I just mm-hmm. want to make sure that we give that person equal treatment when it comes to why they are in the news. I agree. And by the way, I, I bring up the point of, of them serving in the military, not as a way to say that that's a negative mark against armed services at all. I mean to say, do better. This specific person, understand that you have gone through training above and beyond what these two idiots, Scott and I, have, which is to say, what rules do you uphold? You serve the United States of America when you serve in the military, yet here you are going against everything that you believe in. Last night, I watched the movie Speed with Keanu Reeves. Do you remember the 1994 film? How could I forget? Dennis Hopper, is that the guy's name? Yeah. So Dennis Hopper plays the the villain who was a prior police officer gone rogue because he was mad that he wasn't given his comeuppance throughout his decades of service. And the movie, the specific premise is to say that Keanu Reeves is fighting against this rogue police officer. And for me, it was like this moment of like, I look at this and then I I hear about this story of this woman. She's Dennis Hopper in that from that film. Just a terrible human. And I think I think we also have to take a beat and just say, like, this person was killed, even though they were doing something stupid, even though they might not have been in the right frame of mind. Like, they were still murdered, basically, inside the Capitol. And so we, we have to recognize that a person died, and she wasn't the only one. There was also... This a, was preventable. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. People see themselves in situations where they could have avoided... What happened to them? This is 100% that situation. Sadly, one of the Capitol Police, I believe, also lost his life, as well as three other people. Five people. Five people Was it five or four? I think it was the girl who was shot. I think it was the Capitol Police officer and then three other people who had... I I don't think the exact details were available to me at this time of the recording, but five people died in this event. And... How tragic is that, that all of that could have been avoided? The last time that there was a an attempted coup on the United States was the Civil War. We all know that there was a, the Confederate flag is kind of synonymous with 
with the Civil War. Well, this week on Interesting as Fuck, there's an image of a man carrying the Confederate flag in the Capitol building. And the title of the post says, During the four years of the Civil War, Fort Stevens was the closest Confederates got to Washington. During the insurrection on the U.S. Capitol building today, supporters of Donald Trump carried the Confederate battle flag through the Capitol as they committed attempted sedition. There's another image, I don't have it here, of these Trumpers pulling down the American flag hanging on the outside of the Capitol building and putting up the Trump flag. See right there, that that tells me that it turns into a coup. Insurrection in the in the least of the forms, but I originally thought that a coup like needed some sort of military aid, but there's just so much that is confusing about this, Willie. There's so much that just boggles my what I hope is a, a normal logical brain because the the layers to this the can of worms that was just that one day there's so much work to do and i'm i mean i'm heartbroken and i am angry i'm confused it's because i'm somebody who wants to take action and and, and make change happen i don't want to just talk and mm-hmm. be somebody who posts on social media for a couple days and then never comes back to it you know that's that's a vicious cycle but i think with us going back to the beginning of the show when we were kids we didn't have to worry about this we didn't have to become involved because our parents were there to take care of us and do all these things that we had no idea that we're going to be cares in the world and now as adults i feel like I need to be the one that's making the world a better place for kids these days. And in another show in the past, I asked you, I was like, what, what do I have to do? Right. Do I, do I have to become part of the process? Do I have to become a politician in order to make lasting change? And so many people have probably had that same thought. I'm just now rowing the boat with them in terms Mm -hmm. of like figuring out what actionable steps I can take to make the world a better place. And I want to be known as one of the healers. So I, I think, think about it once a day. Like, how, how are we going to bring people into the fold? How are we going to make the people who feel slighted, who feel like their, their skin color is going to affect them for the rest of their lives? And how do we take the people whose skin color has affected them their whole lives and get them to meet on some sort of common ground? I have a thought for you, and and I don't know if this w- would be something that would work, but you and I are, are problem solvers. In, in many ways, we think of a, a problem like this, like a percent of 75 million people who voted for Donald Trump, right? Maybe not all, but a percentage. And that could be 99%. It could be 1%. It could be, it could be a number in there, right? There's a percentage that believe what these people believe. Not all of them were there at that Capitol. So when you think about that, when you think about this percent of the United States who, in my mind, exemplify the worst of what this country stands for, how do you solve that problem? How do you solve getting them closer to center, educating and building a more unified United States? And here's the thought that I have for you. If you've ever worked customer service, you're likely to get surveys, to get customer sat numbers, right? Customer satisfaction scores. There's kind of this thought exercise that you have that do you take 
And do you cater to those individuals that are right on the cusp of being your best, of being your most brightest advocates for who you are? Do you do you cater to them or do you see this small percentage of of people that are bringing you down that are saying the worst and do you try to cater to them? Right. I have always been on on the side of you. You have your best. You have the people that promote you. And then you have those people that are right in between, they're right on the fence of saying negative things and positive things. I've always thought that that middle ground is the best place to be able to build productivity and build positivity. So if you take the middle and the best and you bring them together, what you do is you say, hey, either shut up or catch up to those detractors, to those naysayers. Shut up or or eat this condiment? <laughs> Yeah, shut up or take a packet of Heinz ketchup to your ass. Do, do you think that that would work in this situation? Because I really genuinely don't think that there is, I, I, this is sad to say, but I don't think there is hope. On either side right now. <laughs> Correct. I don't think there is hope for these people to find any semblance of common ground. Positivity. Yeah. Any Any business that is out there that wants to get better gets feedback and gets gets surveys in some shape or form on how they're doing right and sometimes they'll even throw 20 percent off a, a small fry the next time you're there but well, mickey d's but the point is they're trying to get Chicken better nuggies. is our political process trying to get better is now the question because it's going to change willie this week as we all know based on those georgia runoffs in r slash politics the title is Mitch McConnell will lose control of the Senate as Democrats have swept the Georgia runoffs. Like we mentioned, Senate Senator McConnell is now going to be minority leader if he even survives that vote, which I don't know. It, it probably should have happened right now, by now. So technically speaking, Democrats will control the House, the Senate and the presidency. And according to a lot of conspiracy theorists, the Supreme Court as well, even though they are uh, there's more conservative justices than not. So can they get stuff done? Right. Because now with the potential swing in power that everybody is anticipating on both sides, we're going to need to see receipts. We're going to need to see change and it can't be status quo anymore. The old school political process that we were so bored of and nobody really cared about is dead and gone it's over all eyes all eyes worldwide are on what happens in the next four years there's going to be no shortage of political news almost every single day whether it's local politics nationwide politics global politics the the dragon that has been awoken is is angry <laughs> and it will just want to consume and feed everything scott whether we wanted it or not we've stepped into a war with the cabal finish it so let's get to taking out their command one by one from what, what i can, can gather, gather he commands the siege dancers from an imperial land tank outside of rubicon he's well protected but with the right team we can punch through those defenses take this beast out and break their grip on the I believe that was uh, four-star General Zavala of the United States military. Is that correct? Yep. He is a guardian. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, he's in Space Force. Yeah. Whoops. Uh huh. That was a little. If you get the reference, let us know. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna leave that little hidden gem in there. <laughs> but truthfully, as we look at this, we've gone from kind of just boring politics, right? Year over year, from Clinton to Bush to Obama, we've gone from politics that just either worked or didn't work, but it was kind of right there, right? It was getting more, it, it was kind of like a, a wavelength was getting a little bit wider and wider and there's becoming more and more discourse to then this is the climax. And now we've hit rock bottom. We're at the end of a film. We're at post-nut clarity. Right? This is at the end of Independence Day, though the nation is in disarray and we now have to rebuild. And we have the option, genuinely, we have the opportunity now to become a nation like what shows up at Independence Day 2, if you've seen that film, which is this crazy futuristic world where things were working and, and the, the world was united under one kind of belief and focus. Or we have the option to go more like children of men and get worse. I hear what you're saying, Willie. So you're saying that we should have a Storm Area 51 Part 2 and get that alien technology and make the world a better place. Yep. I I mean, you could tell these people that stormed our capital that there's a significant amount of aliens at Area 51, and they'll think it's a different type of alien, and they'll try to storm that base. Uh, <laughs> you know what's the odd part about it? The defenses are probably just as weak as the Capitol building for all of <laughs> these white people that would try to storm the place. Correct. There were many memes of people saying like, oh, we probably could have actually got into Area 51 a little bit easier. Or why is the why is the security at Area 51 tougher to get into than in the United States Capitol? Mm -hmm. Lots of commentary. But before you Naruto run over there, we should probably mention that storming any type of federal building is is very wrong still. Despite what happened, we, we do not support that whatsoever. So where does that leave us, Willie? Today... You know, still early January 2021. I mean, for some, it's it's caused a lot of people to post memes about how 2020 is looking the same as 2021. You know, it's just, it's beginning wild. And some people are already saying like, well, here's the 2022. And we haven't even gotten through two weeks in the very first month of the year. The emotions uh -huh. are raw and I get it. I get it. For For people like me, who've been middle of the road and independent of both sides of the extreme. Oh my God. I hear both arguments. I hear that we need to heal from these gaping, festering wounds that we started when we first colonized this land that we live on. I hear that you've been disenfranchised your whole life because of the God you choose to worship. I hear that the people who live on the outside of the United States make more money and therefore think they control all the rules for the people on the inside. Like every single argument I've read and heard. So what are we going to do about it? I don't think there's an answer. Unfortunately, for our second special report, we have to leave it unanswered. There is, I don't want to be no... superfluous here. I don't think that there is a bright, immediate future. I think that it is only going to get worse over the coming weeks, and we're going to cover it again and again, and we're going to be here to create that time capsule of, of 
what was happening. There's no too long, didn't read. We have to read the whole thing. I, if I leave you, listener, with anything, and for you and I as well, Scott, it's pay attention. If I've learned anything over the last few days, it's to pay more attention to what's happening, even if right now you don't believe that that matters to you, to which I bet a lot of people don't feel that way. They don't want to, they don't want to associate with the country they were born in. But to be that, you need to show up for something bigger than yourself. And I think that starts with paying attention. Willie, my wish for 2021 is that we just start seeing each other as human beings again. We recognize that we ourselves are human beings and that the person across from us is also the same thing, a human being, and that we have the capacity inside all of us to show each other the compassion that we so desire for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, we have these wants and we have these needs. And, and like we said, all goddamn episode, there's no quick answer. So we have to stop looking for the quick answer. I know we want it. We've, we get responses from our internet machines in milliseconds, but it's going to take so much longer than that to try and heal this country. So you listener, what do you want to do to make the world a better place? That's what I'd ask for your feedback this week. If you want to be a part of the conversation, we've got it going on all over the internet outside of this special report where you're going to find some joy. You find us on our Instagram. At sub for that. You can find us on our Twitter. At sub for that. You know what? You can find us on our TikTok at sub for that podcast. I can't believe we did it, but we ac- I acquiesced and, and yes, that's, that's a real thing now. So we thank you so much for listening to our special report, part two. Hopefully we don't have to have many more of these, but we will. If, if that's what Reddit wants. That's what daddy gets. And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's self-aware wolves, spell break, touch that fishy, or oddly terrifying, there's, there's a, 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 a for that. that.